to a, another episode of Gunner Chat. Um, we've uh, kept it a bit more frequent than since the last one, nine months ago. Uh, only, well, I think nine days this time, something like that. Um, so we continue to improve in that aspect. Uh, however, there is only just the two of us this evening, such as life getting in the way. Um, so joining me tonight is just Jamie. So Jamie, how you doing? Not too bad. I was going to do the um, new Salib song, but I don't want to be sued for uh, copyright. So just happy to be here. Oh, that that was going on for a long time, wasn't it? Twenty minutes. Twenty yeah. minutes we did that song. And then twenty minutes, and that was before he scored, right? Yeah. Whew. We're never going to shut up for the rest of the season on that one. Um, but yeah, so let's uh, let's. Before we get into that one, actually, because uh, it was a banging game, uh, let's just have a quick touch on Leicester, because that game has also passed since we last recorded. So, I mean, it, it's one of them games, you don't know how it's going to go, because on their day, Leicester are, you know, are still arguably one of the, the best teams in the league. However, they just don't look anything like that title winning team six years ago and I think it's starting to get progressively worse and in the end we ran out a comfortable 4-2 win um, any any particular thoughts on the game? Uh, it's just again like what a sign in uh, Jesus has been um, he was absolutely incredible what two goals two assists yep and as I said it's Martinelli season he looked really really impressive as well that his goal was absolutely quality uh, both of Jay-Z's goals were quality. I think, what did he say? Like, apparently he went back into the dressing room after and was angry because he could have scored four goals. I mean, you know you've got a diamond on your hands when you're angry that you're not getting four. I mean, we, we've we been crying out for a striker just to score one. And he's, he's angry he's not getting four in one game. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's so unlucky. He could have had the hat trick, and that that would have been a fantastic home debut as well. Um, just and it, it just looks more and more a bargain every week. Um, another one though, a bit unlucky, obviously William Saliba with the own goal. Uh, but the one thing I did notice around that though, no no one throwing a strop, no one pointing fingers and blaming, just Ramsdale just like patting him on the shoulder, shaking his hand, just like chin up, mate. It happens, and I think that's exactly what you need to see. Like we know he's a top centre back, and that was just—it was just unlucky. Um, trying to head it clear, just you know the wrong side of the post. But again, they—they they didn't let it phase them. And what was it? Five few minutes. Uh, we got another goal. Just essentially. I think I think it was only two minutes. And back to the point about the own goal. If he doesn't contact with the header. It goes past him and Jamie Vardy's tapping it in. They would have scored anyway. Yeah, 100%. If, so, if... So, like, it, you have to make those decisions. Sometimes they go wrong, sometimes they go right. But he needs to make those mistakes to become a better player. Because, again, the English league is different than the French league. He was an absolute beast in the French league. Uh, player of the season last year, wasn't he? Uh, young player of the season, yeah. Young player of the season. Uh, that's, he's in the title there, young player of the year. He still has to grow and mature. Those sort of situations will make you mature. Having the whole team behind you will make you mature. And you can already see that. And we get to that in the yesterday's game in a minute. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, I think just off the last thing, 
last thing I want to kind of just ask about is, do, do you think Leicester, like, do you think that that's it? They're done now? Um, oh, 100%. Not... 100%. Could they be in trouble like, this season? Well, the, I think the, the team themselves and the fans are call, calling out for Rogers to be sacked. Um, what I think is absolutely shocking. They really have got no money. Um, rest in peace to the top. Obviously, he was a great chairman. He loved that club with every bit of his uh, power. Uh, and his son doesn't have the the as much pull, obviously, with the, the board and putting money into that club. They have not signed anyone this season. They've sold two of their is it two of their players already? Ooh, and I, I think it's either two or the second is on the way out. Um, on the way out, it, you, they could lose Madison to a big team. I know Newcastle were looking for him. They're probably going to lose Fofana, who was dropped in the last game because he's been unsettled by the Chelsea talk. Mm. Um, they've just given Vardy a new deal. That's a um, what's what's the term? Um, Pension. Gaffer tape on 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 a problem. Yeah, like that. That's. They're just gaffer taping over their problems there because they have no money. They they were told before the season started that, that what they had, they're going to have to start with the season. There will be no new signings. And yeah, um, they're in trouble. They could be in, maybe not a relegation scrap. Depends on the next few results. I mean, there's a lot of games in the league at the moment and teams that could do a lot better. Um, but yeah, I'm I see them struggling this season. There's definitely, I, they, they will talk of, you know, Moving into top six, what again? I hate the term top six. It makes no sense to me. Um, they will fall off. I can't see them getting anywhere close to Europe. Same with West Ham. They both dropping off. Um, it's just going to be mainly a big five this season. We need to get rid of the top six. Yeah, I agree. Um, the it is just the five now. Um, I wouldn't even say five. I would just say four. If you don't get Champions League, it's it's there's no. It's uh, like Euro. I mean, to, to win you, we I know we're aiming for Europa League this season and winning it, so we can get into the Champions League just in case we fail on top four. But let's be honest, it's four in the Premier League and then everything else. Well, I mean, to be fair, I think that's a bit unfair because Europa still holds merit. Um, but I, interesting, you say that though. Leicester and West Ham dropping off. The bottom three as of right now, so Sunday the 21st, is Leicester, United and West Ham. I mean, based on results to today, I, I'm actually going to put money on Manchester United Liverpool. I don't know why. I just feel like we've had some ridiculous results today. Uh, I've just gone and put money on Manchester United because it's just been that sort of weekend. You know what? I kind of have that feeling as well that I just somehow think United are going to do something, not just because United and all oh, they can be good on their day. I'm more putting it on the fact that Liverpool have not started yet this season. They've mm-hmm. two draws, two games. Um, so I, you know, I see that, I can see that being a stalemate or United nicking it. Um, but, you know, obviously this isn't, Prem chat, this is gonna chat, so let's get back to Arsenal and let's look at the uh, game yesterday afternoon. So, Bournemouth at home, Vitality Stadium, freshly promoted team. I know you don't like to play against those, um, but we had an unchanged lineup from uh, the 
two previous wins, despite Tierney and Tommy being declared that they are now fully fit. So what did you make of that? Uh, for me, I think that's really, really smart because we haven't got the two games in a week thing yet. That's from next week. So next weekend's the last weekend where you have a game in the midweek. Because obviously the European games start and the extra premiership games before the World Cup. Um, it's not. You, I, I don't think you change a winning team. Like They've all settled in those positions. I know Ben White is not a right back at all, but he's been playing well. Yeah, he has been playing well, and uh, Tierney and Tommy, that they've been, they've both been out for a while, and there isn't the pressure to rush them back in. I mean, looking the way we play, like it, it would, I think it, at this stage it would be harsh to kind of rush them back into the team and drop Ben White or drop Zinchenko, who you're right have been playing well. Um, so yeah, I, I agree. I think. Uh, why why change what's working um and yeah we started the game strong so i mean 10 10 minutes passed and let's face it the game was pretty much done wasn't it um two erdegaard goals i'm trying to remember how uh so first one oh that's it gabby jesus uh channeling his r9 dribbling through that um dribbling through the midfield into the danger zone out wide to Martinelli. Um, was it a shot that rebounded, or did he? No, it was a shot yeah. that rebounded, it, and and a re- really really smart finish from um, Odegaard because he was he's off balance as well. Like yeah. that's a really really good. Um, don't forget the first game of the season against um, Palace. He was guilty of picking opportunities, and it comes to him quickly. He manages to turn his foot. Boom! Goal. One nil. Straight away. Yeah, he looked like a little ballerina. It was like just a, a little step. And then it was almost like he just swept his foot in. Like, it wasn't just like a shot. He just swept his foot. But yeah, back of the net, goal. Um, couldn't ask for a better start. And it wasn't long before, similarly again, um, Gabriel Jesus, big part of the play. Um well, I've forgotten how how did this one did this one come start from the right side with Saka? It's on the right side, yeah. Yeah, started on the right with Saka. I think he swings it in. Jesus takes a touch. It's a little bit too heavy for him. I mean, he gets there, but Erdegaard again just comes across left foot, curls it into that bottom corner, and two 0 up after ten minutes. You, you just have to think although Arsenal can be Arsenal at this stage like the game's done um, how how did Bournemouth come back from that but Erdegaard what a start I mean our new captain and the thing as well every single time I know he's our new captain but did you notice every time we scored or every time there was some sort of decision everyone crowded around and if you look everyone's so focused on what Shaka has to say. Shaka has become so, the club captain behind uh, Odegaard that it's absolutely incredible. He does seem to be like really fitting into that leader role. Other than Odegaard against Palace, well, again, I don't understand why he was booked for a dive, but there's been two dives since then that I haven't been booked from the other teams. He's really taken on that role and he looks like a true leader. Yeah, and also it's... Um, and 
you see it like the kind of contrast from last season where we weren't solid at the back and Shaq has had to put himself in compromising positions. Now he's got a lot more freedom to push forward. And this, I think you're seeing the best of him because he had goal involvements both last week and this week. Um, he obviously had the got the goal at Leicester last week and he assisted um, William Saliba's goal. Uh, uh, well, now I've mentioned it. Let's move on to it. What a finish. How from a centre-back. From a 20-21-year-old 20, centre-back. What a finish. Did, did you see uh, Shishenko's reaction? Yeah, it's like, like he's just like holding yeah. his head. Hands like... on head. Falls to his knees in absolute shock. And then walks away shaking his head like, how did he just do that? Like, what, what a goal. Like... That for us, I know it's probably not going to be the goal of the season, but I think for Arsenal, that might be the goal of the season. I think for this, I think that could be a goal of the month for August. I'm not, oh, definitely. Yeah, I, I could just considering like, it's not, say, like De Bruyne has done that, where you'd be like, mm, yeah, fair play, seen him do it a million times. It's William Saliba, you know, well, welcome to the Prem. Um, welcome to the Prem. Welcome to the Prem. And yeah, and, and just it was around about this time, like, like my internet dropped off and I lost the game, the stream I was watching. So uh, I think Gabby I think, had. Yeah, Bournemouth, Bournemouth kind of got back into the game at that point. Well, they got um, a touch of the ball, really, 3 0 down. They're, um, you're not in the game. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, but they, they were more present in the game, were actually score i think for like 20 odd minutes we really just took our foot off the gas and i would say that would be our only problem at the moment is like i know we're 3-0 up it's a newly promoted team just be a bit more vicious we were trying you could see when um who is the ball for uh jesus for that one-on-one -on -one and the goal makes an incredible save you could see, you could see Jesus's reaction of like, how have I not scored? Hands on head, lays on the ground. Like, how have I not scored in this game? Uh, I mean, I, I'm not worried about it because it, it is putting them away so far. Uh, we saw it in preseason. Yeah. And he's already got two goals, two assists. Uh, no, three assists now. Um, yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, it'll be three. So, you know, it, it's good that he demands so much from himself. Um, and I really think Man City have let a good one go and judging by their result today maybe they could have used him um, I'm just saying if we sign all of Manchester City's rejects um, I'm going to be happy like <laughs> we signed two of them and they've completely upgraded our team yeah if it is, it's the difference though isn't it like when we were signing Chelsea's rejects obviously Chelsea Although a like a good team, they're not Man City. Man City, so uh, Man City reject. And to be honest, I don't even think they are rejects. Like Jesus, you know, I think they wanted him to stay, but he knew that his time, like when you sign Haaland and who was the other one, Alvarez, you know, it, it sends a clear message, and he's not going to sit there fighting to be back up you know fighting with Alvarez to be back up to Haaland he deserves to go and be the main man and he's showing what he can do um 
And yeah, he's obviously disallowed goal as well, just a fraction offside. Yeah. But at the end of the day, comfortable 3 0 win. And after the results today, which saw Man City in a 3 3 draw uh, with Newcastle, were they home or away? Away. Newcastle, Newcastle. were really, really immense, though. I mean, oh, it, was, it, it, it was at Newcastle. Is it like when we played them and essentially through the season? Yes, yeah. like that. So, right, it makes me feel a little bit better if they, you know, go and do it against City as well. Um, but yeah, so just to kind of sum it all up, three wins from three, nine goals scored. Now, reflecting on last season, by this point, we had nine goals conceded. And last season as well, it took us... Have a, have a guess how many games it took us to get to nine goals. Oh, well, so we scored one against Norwich. I remember because it was my birthday. Uh, who did we play after that? I'm going to say, what, game eight, probably? Close. It was the ninth game. So it was the 3-1 win over Tottenham. Um, and we scored eight, nine and ten. So uh, eight, ninth, tenth goal. So, yeah the ninth game it took to reach nine goals and we've done it in three um and we're sitting on top of the table uh only team to take three from three or nine from three even so it's a tricky one but you know of course it is but i think arsenal fans out there are probably going to start getting a bit excited now yeah i feel like we can but we do have to rein it in a little bit um Our next few games, though, are looking quite, quite healthy. So that does give me a little joy. We'll get onto that in a bit. Uh, also, uh, we've got this goal difference in the Premier League now as well. Yeah, the superior, most superior goal difference. It's just nice to see Arsenal on top of the league um, when it's not alphabetical. And it, I'm going to make then, this point. Isn't it Bournemouth that sits on top as AFC Bournemouth? <laughs> yeah. But I will make this one point and I'll leave it for the rest of my life and I will not mention last season ever again. Credit where credit is due to Edu and Arteta. I know I went so angry over the... Uh, for how do you pronounce his name? Oh, I, I don't know. I, I've stopped trying to learn it since we didn't sign it. I think but yeah, the guy, Val- we, Val- the guy Val- we tried Val- to sign Val- last... Valahit. No. Yeah, where, where, where his name is. Wherever his name is, it doesn't matter. Um, we we didn't sign him. We didn't go out. We were looking at nine different centre-forwards. We didn't sign them. We wanted Jesus. We waited until the summer. And at the moment, it looks like it's paying off. It, so I'm not going to keep on going on about the fact we threw away last season. We, it was still an improvement on what it could have been. We're heading into this season. New goals. New striker. A different team. It's Arteta's team, and I'm very, very happy for it. No, 100%. Um, just just seeing how this team, and I, I believe it still probably is the youngest team on the pitch. Um, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a tricky one to put into words because this is the first time I've been genuinely excited by Arsenal in well over a decade. Like, even we're talking like, I don't know, probably since the Invincibles, 
um, or since that and Champions League final where I went into that thinking, shit, we could be champions of Europe. Um, I don't think... Even, this... even you said, don't get too excited, even though you said it and we're on by merit, last time we won the last games in the season, do you remember when it was? Oh, I'm going to guess it was a big event that is written into our history. Do you want to tell us? It was the Invincible season, and I'm not going to say we're going to go Invincible again, because that would be absolute. I'm not Arsene Wenger. I do not have the, that level of confidence. I still think we're going to have a really good season. I think top four is definitely uh, accomplished, but you're not going to get too over our own hype at the moment. Yeah, I think the next, I think the next four or five weeks are going to be the important ones. It's how many points we can take off teams we should be beating, but also it's when we play the big teams. Oh, you know, because obviously we discussed Leicester. We're pretty much saying we don't see them as one of the big ones anymore. Um, and so I believe well, the next one will be the North London derby, won't it? Um, so, it, well, we might as well go through the games right now. So, next game is at home against Fulham. Winnable. I, winnable. Uh, and then home against uh, Aston Villa. Winnable. Mar- Martinez oh. has been letting them in. I mean, he had a good game, despite letting in three. But yeah, you're still offended by him by him getting ten points for fantasy league, aren't you? Even though he conceded three goals. Not offended. He's in my team. Oh, love it. it. <laughs> uh, and then we are away at Old Trafford against Manchester United. I mean, I don't think Casemiro is going to turn that team around. Um, again, it's, it's that Old is Trafford. after the transport. It's uh, the transfer window closes as well, so they could have made some sign-ins and got some deadwood at that point. Yeah, but I'm going to go into that game and say we. Sh- uh, I'd be disappointed if we lose. I'd be disappointed. To be honest, it depends how they play over the next three weeks. But the way mm-hmm. they're playing right now, I'd be disappointed if we don't take all three. Uh, because it's an away game, we lost their last season away. I will. It's the same as Palace at the beginning of the season. As long as we don't lose, I'm happy. Mm. And then we've got um, Everton at home. Everton at home. And then, uh, yeah, winnable. And then, um, oh, it's coming up with the women's fixtures as well. One second. <laughs> and then we got Brentford uh, away. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, could be a tough game that could be a tough game again don't lose that one yeah I think a lot of it, it it's just going to be the the comparison to last year um, and how this team has progressed like, and I... then it it's this is when it gets hard though. It, um, home against Derby. Spurs home against Liverpool away against Man City all three in a row all three in a row. So, those games before, I think we should be winning all of them. Yeah. Um, I'll be happy with a point against United just because you're going to Old Trafford. However, this is the test, isn't it? Because I think Spurs, local rivals, obviously top four challengers, and Liverpool and City, that's where we're aspiring to be. I mean, we're mm-hmm. above them right now, but that means nothing. Um, 
what I think, how we play against them. And we played, like, against City last year, we played well until it all kind of fell apart. Um, but, you know, we went toe-to-toe with them, and that was a team that, despite losing, you were proud to watch that. But now it's a reinforced team. Do, do you think that, you know, we can take take big wins off of them? And if we do, say, win one of them, at what point do we stop kind of being like, oh, it's too soon, it's too soon, and maybe realise Arsenal could be a dark horse in this? Well, they say the season doesn't really take shape until the 10th to the 12th game, and by the 12th game, we would have played Mandy. So that would be where we do literally say, okay, this is where we stand. This is what we can accomplish. Um, also, I think we only have two more games before the World Cup. What would probably be Forest and West Ham, I think. So you win. And do we play Chelsea you win, when we come back? When we come back, yeah. Ooh. Is it the first game when we come back? No, I think that's, I think that's January the 1st or... Oh yeah, Box, Boxing Day is the first, which is three or four days after the World Cup finishes. Yeah, what's well, going to be fun? Um, but yeah, ten, twelve games—that's when you see the the league really take shape. Um, and then obviously two games after. Oh, I think we've lost it. The World Cup, and then. Oh, am I gone? No, no, you're back now. You're back. Uh, do you want okay. to repeat that last little bit? So, yeah. So what I've been saying, because of the World Cup and the rotation and everything, um, January window will be two games after the Premiership comes back from the World Cup. That is where the season, in my opinion, is mostly going to be settled. I know we didn't make... Oh, shit. I said I wasn't going to mention the fucking January window again. <laughs> <laughs> this January come in again think will be where teams win and lose the Premier League and win and lose um, European spaces and relegated. It depends on that sort of reinforcements because you're going to buy some abs from the World Cup. And again, there's probably going to be some injuries after the World Cup. Yeah, and it's I think ones on our end that we want to be careful of is our front three. Obviously Martinelli and Jesus, they're in that Brazil team. Saka, is in that England team. Um, ben White in the England team. Saliba, he could be in the French team. Um, he has been called up recently. Who else? Sinchenko, uh, Ukraine in the World Cup? Uh, yeah, they knocked out uh, thingy, didn't they? They knocked out... Uh... No, wait, Scotland made it through, didn't they? No, they knocked out Scotland. Did Wales beat Ukraine? Yes, they did, because Wales were in our group. Right. There yeah, we go, there you. we go. All right, so Zinchenko, you're right, you'll have quite a job. But yeah, Gabriel, he'll be in the Brazil team. Ramsdale, obviously, he'll be one in that number one shirt for England. Um, keep keep going the way he is. Who else have we got? Um, uh, our captain wouldn't be going because Norway didn't make it today. No, I don't think they did. Um, no, so that him and Haaland will be like rested. So that's a good thing for them. Shaka, uh, Switzerland will be going. Yeah. yeah, and then of course I uh, guess just the likes of I I don't know if Smith Rowe will make it. I think not not nothing on Smith Rowe, but I feel that England 
midfield is so competitive right now. Um, it's yeah, but anyway, when that we'll probably do a podcast on the World Cup when we get near to it. Um, but yeah, okay. So you're saying we're looking in a good place, but still way too soon to get excited. Mm-hmm. No, no, I I do fully agree. I'm I but I really just. I'm just relishing what if. Just just what if. By that point, it's game 10, 11, and we're on, I don't know, something like 26 points. But you've also, during at that point, we will be playing European football. So that will, yeah. that will when the rotation comes in, I don't think some of those easy games we think are going to be as easy because we don't know who we're playing in the league. We don't know if they're away games. We don't know traveling for five hours to ten hours coming back but, there's going to be so many factors but i think in the europa group stage we have in the past heavily rotated because they're teams that you know even our backup team you know can't can easily cast aside i mean enketia the form that he's shown recently leading that line obviously smith Rowe will get the minutes nelson or if we sign another winger get minutes um viera laconga um we've got obviously the three center backs as well as holding to rotate um i think we still got suarez haven't we cedric yeah yeah sinchenko or tierney if sinchenko keeps his place so and obviously matt turner so we, we I see no reason why European football at this stage, early stage of the season, should impact the league too much. I think, obviously, once we progress further, um, touch wood, um, we progress further, you get into kind of like the March area of the season where, you know, you, you're moving into the business end, you're starting to kind of get mm-hmm. into your last 16s, your quarterfinals, but you're also thinking, thinking shit, we're third we're fourth or you know i think at this early stage we don't have to be worried about that i think everything as we've seen so far is just all in hand and we're we're seeing you know in in quotes that project is coming together and it's it's so young man like i'm gonna call it now if this team stays together and develops together within three seasons i think we'll be challenging if not winning a premier league title oh no i can agree with that absolutely agree but yeah i'd love to see it this season but like i said it's way too soon um and it's yeah it's not going to be easy i mean we're we're top four and or Europa is still the, the target I think um, but I think that that kind of wraps up that bit of the bit of the podcast so we're very excited uh, but let, let's talk about some transfers uh, windows still open for another 10 days is it nine days yeah um, we need to get people out I think the the gist is no more incomings until two key players are moved on. One is Pepe and the other is Bellerin. 
Now, Bellerin seems to only have <coughs> one destination in mind, and it seems to be Real Betis. I've heard that there's other clubs interested, but I think the main one that I think the main one that does need to happen and looks close is Pepe to Nice. Um, I'm hearing it's a loan deal with option to buy, not obligation. Um, and I, I th- all, all I've just seen online or in the in the press is that talks are just ongoing. But it seems people could be confident of getting this one done. Yeah, I think that deal is basically done. Uh, again, I do get a little bit wound up about our outgoings. Uh, I think we've sorted out our incomings. I think those guys are doing a really, really good job. Um, right players in the right puzzle pieces. But getting players out just seems to be stuck an absolute ball ache at the moment. I don't understand it. The whole letting uh, real Batiste demand the whole uh, Bellerin thing, like Udinese wanted him, obviously, because he's waiting for Batiste. They've literally withdrawn their offer. Barcelona had no money, but they were off for, after him. Um, again, he's waiting for Batiste. Um, just just get it done. I'm, I'm bored now. Like, you don't want to play for us, we get it. Either like, just give go. I'll pack your bags now. Just go. Just get rid of, get them off the the budget. I know they're them aren't on that much wages compared to some of the players we've gotten rid of. It's just get them done. Get them out. I just I don't get it anymore. Just get them out. Yeah, I think between Bellerin and Pepe, I think that's two hundred and fifty thousand a week. I think Bellerin's on like one ten or something, and obviously um, Pepe on one forty. That to me, they're the two main ones. Like, I don't care if. Maitland-Niles sits there, runs it down or whatever, but I'd like to see him move on and, you know, get some good football but he's not bleeding you know, bleeding the bank dry um, mm-hmm. neither are the other two to the extent of Ozil and Aubameyang but obviously it's still a lot of money when they're not playing um, but yeah I, I want to see Pepe go um, it's just not worked out for him, he just never consistent enough for the Premier League. Uh, at times, it was amazing, but that's you don't pay. You never knew it was. It was similar to Shaka, wasn't it? It was like you never knew what Pepe you were going to get. Would he get involved and change the game, or would he just kind of run at a defender, trip over his own feet, and make no impact? Um, mm-hmm. And with Bellerin, oh yeah, I don't know what's going on with that one. Just, I think he'll just have his contract terminated. Have you seen who we've been uh, linked with today? Um, is it from Leicester? Nope. Uh, we oh. have been linked with Shakhtar the next twenty-one-year-old winger. Oh, oh my yeah. god, I'm going to murder the name. He's he's a Ukrainian. I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name. It is absolute struggle for me. I'm just going to say Murdrick. Yeah, I, I did see that. Um, he, yeah. He's been um, de- de- described as the... Okay, that was better than what I did. Yeah, he's been described as the Euro- Ukrainian Messi. Mm. Or 21 years Mirror. old. The Daily Mirror said Ukrainian Neymar. So, two good names to be in company of. Um, yeah, it's something like... Uh, what would it be? Like a 20 mil bid would be enough? Or something like that. Well, I'm seeing his his value is only eight million. So, I think maybe just throw like twelve at them and see what happens. Mm. Yeah, it's 
it's a tricky one because that position is um obviously the type of player one he's got i think going after an established player isn't going to work because it's just gonna you're not going to displace saka at this yeah. stage um saka is obviously the, the club's like crown jewel but you want someone young enough hungry enough with that potential that is gonna grow alongside um and i think that's why yeah we've looked at this guy um jeremy pino is the other name but mm -hmm. obviously i think the um shakhtar winger you know perhaps the cheaper alternative to jeremy pino because i think it's going to be like a 30 mil bid to prize him away from villarreal i mean it's a lot cheaper than the release clause but the other one you know i love cody gap cody gakpo but apparently united are imminently putting in a bid for him so um and sorry and everton are making a move for him as well wow yeah i uh, see that would be the best of you know his downfall if they lose a player to everton yeah if we i'd just like to see him stay at psv and just not rush a move to the premier league like He's still so it all young. depends. It all depends what happens against uh, Rangers. I think that's going to be the the biggest thing. If they've got uh, PSV have got Rangers on Wednesday for uh, Champions League spot. So if PSV win that, I can imagine him stay. They lose it, I can see him coming to the Premier League. Would they? Would PSV not have Europa? If um... yeah, but you're, if you can get Europa and get more money at Manchester United, you'll go to Manchester United, won't you? Yeah, yeah, true, true. But it's also just your aspirations. Like I've I've seen it. Like I mean, like United are not the same pool that they once were. I'm surprised. And the thing is, that's why they've signed Casemiro because it's a four-year deal. The guy's thirty, and it's three hundred and fifty grand a week. The guy's won everything he can win at Madrid, and he's just got his next bumper paycheck. So, I. You know, I think, why did Casemiro go and De Jong not? Because De Jong's got his career ahead of him. Mm -hmm. Casemiro's, it's not behind him, but he's peaked. And don't don't get me wrong, he's still an absolute unit of a player. He's still top class, but he does not solve problems for United. I think it's just, again, it's like gaffer taping over the problem. He'll yep. be in that team for 18 months and then... I don't know, maybe the physicality of the Premier League, it might be a bit too much, obviously going into your early 30s. Conte's done it well. Um, I think we've seen other players, you know, do it well. But it's, you know, it's not guaranteed. And, yeah, and I think they'll have a problem, a 350 grand a week problem in about 18 months to two years. And he'll still have another two years on his contract. So... I, I, I agree with you there. But lastly, on transfers... Tillemans, do you reckon we're going to get him, or do you reckon that's done now? I don't know, but he didn't start, did he? Um, no. Was he in the squad at all? I think he was on the bench. Don't Check. think he made an appearance. But Check. yeah, is it one of them that? Because also, you know, you said Fafana didn't start ahead of you know what is it, eighty million Chelsea interest. Um, oh, he 
came off the bench. He came off the bench for uh, Perez on the 65th minute. Fafana or Tiedemans? Tiedemans. Tiedemans. Uh, I think it will be a deadline day. I'm going to push it back and say it's going to be a January. Could be. Could be. I think I, I think he's looking at that team. I think Vieira has come on strengths and bounds in training. Uh, Marquinhos, who was looking to go out on loan, seems to be sticking around. Yeah, I think he's. I don't think I, Arteta ever said he was going on loan. He said this guy staying. He's going to play some. Football. I think. I think we. I think we all assumed because of his age, he would go on loan. Uh, who is actually going on loan um, is Matt Smith, who is also one more FA. Harry Kane. Um, 20-year-old midfielder from our under-21s. Absolute brilliant midfielder. He reminds me a lot of Jack Wilshire. Uh, his, his vision and his passing, the way he keeps the ball. Mm. Um, he'd be brilliant on loan. Your favourite player currently scored three goals in three games for... Oh, crap, where is it? Uh, Rems? Is it Rems? It's my boy, Flo. Yeah, your boy, Flo. That's, it's a new record for... Like I think 1975 was the last time someone's got three games in a row for that club. So he's doing bits out there at the moment. Um, Tavares absolutely killing it in France for Marseille. Yeah, just worried about Gwendouzi's influence. Obviously he tried it with Saliba. Just stay, just stay. Mm-hmm. But it's just I, I think we've got a good all-round squad at the moment. There's going to be a few more players going out on loan from the youth team to get. Games. Uh, I think I saw he was selling um, Salah. I know not the same Salah that Liverpool got, obviously. Yeah. Uh, again, he's one of those one of those players that have been great. I know we're linked with losing um, Holding to Aston Villa at the moment. Well, I don't understand where that's come from, and I can't imagine Arteta letting him go. Yeah, I don't think he'll let Holding go. Um, no, just but... in case. That's good. Yeah, rotational I... player. I think it's, with the young ones, it is that time where you've got to decide which of them are going to go on loan and which you're going to get rid of. I think the key one is Nelson. It looks like he is going to get one more chance this season. I don't think he's going on loan. Um, I think he's going to be Saka's understudy for uh, this season, provided we, unless, we, unless we sign a winger, of course. Um, mm-hmm. But even then, I think he'll still get opportunities um yeah I, I saw this Salah stuff i can't remember where we're supposedly losing him to but what about charlie patino i think he needs he's to got injured no he's on loan mate oh he's on loan oh good but he's on loan. he's, he's already injured. injured yeah he's he got injured on uh friday night's game i think he's at blackpool oh, i think that was yeah, the game i was watching he's at blackpool isn't he and it was it was a very bad ankle twist. I'm surprised he played the rest of the first half with it. Um, but yeah, it looks like a good two months here be out for poor lad. Uh, well, obviously, wish him best recovery because he's one for the future and he's one that we want to see developing. Because um, in a year or two, I'd want to see him in that midfield at Arsenal. Oh, no, I agree. But, um, so... Let's end this. Oh, oh you've, you've gone robotic. Oh yeah, I'm back. I'm back. So let's let's just move on to what we think the score is going to be against Fulham. Well, hang on. I've had a quick thought. So you say oh, Tiedemans so, oh, would be. Oh, 
You think Tiedemans would be a January one? I think, mm-hmm. why would you sign him in January if you could get him for free in that summer after? Because I think we might need some um, reinforcements after the World Cup, and I think someone that would probably do uh, quite well in the World Cup, you can get him for £10 million in January because they're going to lose him for free anyway. That's a bargain January sign, in my opinion. I think we'd only move for Tielemans in January if someone else does. I think it's he wants to join Arsenal, so I think if no one else makes that move for him, we'll get him on that free. Unless, obviously, we may mm. sign him for him this window. But to be honest, I don't know if we will. Like That, that midfield's already looking a little bit full. Um, you know, you've got Stinchenko could play there, Xhaka, Partey, Elneny, Vieira, Erdegaard. Obviously, Erdegaard plays further forward. But... Spiffrow. Spithrow, Maitland-Niles, technically. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's... Um, well, yeah, I think if we don't sign him this window and no one moves for him in January, we'll go for him on a free next summer. But, yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> let's move on to Fulham then. I think that will be... Yes. Uh, that won't be an easy game. They've been playing well. Um... Did, did they win 3-2? Yeah, they won 3-2. Yeah, um, Mitrovic was... Minute winner. Yeah. And I do think that's going to be... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, yeah, they obviously won that game. And they took points off Liverpool. I think that could be a more difficult game than we're going to really give credit for. Um, mm-hmm. I think that could be a similar... 3-2 kind of thing. Oh, I was going to say 3-2 as well. I think it's going to be um, Saliba's toughest game because obviously he's going to have Mitrovic to deal with. That's a very big physical threat. Yeah. Oh, no. have I got? Oh, I, thought, I thought I'd gone again. Um, yeah, I'm going to say 3-2 as well. Um, I feel like Jesus scores every other game, so I might have to change my captain. Oh, no, I'll keep him as my captain for this one. The game after, I won't have him as captain. Um, because he seems to have a really good games in between. Yeah, I think I'm keeping him as captain. Um, yeah, I think 3-2. Who, who do you think is going to score? Uh, I'm going to go with a Jesus brace and... Ooh, I'm going to say Gabriel. What one? Defender? Oh, shit, yeah. Um, the defender. The centre-back, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was the high-scoring defender last season, or centre-back, even. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the odds are like Gabby's gonna get a goal, isn't he? I think Gabby. Which one? <laughs> Funny. Uh, no, I think Jesus. Um, yeah. I think each of the front three will get one. So Martinelli, Jesus, and Saka. Well, Saka has yet to score yet. I mean, he did get the away goal, or the uh, the own goal away goal. Mm. Yeah, but he hasn't actually scored yet. I don't think he's had a shot on target yet, has he? No, I don't think so. But he's, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's been obviously very key in all the involvement. So, I'm mm-hmm. not, again, I'm not worried. No, I'm not worried at all. At all. But yeah, I think comfortable. Well, not a comfortable three two three two win. Cause there's nothing comfortable about three two. But yeah, I think a three two win. Um, 
it's a 5.30 game, so I don't think any of the big teams are playing before us, are they? Ooh, let me quickly check that one. So I am on the other. Yeah, so that weekend... Uh... Man City Palace and Liverpool Bournemouth for both 3pm kickoffs. Um, yeah, so by the end of that day, we could... We'd, we'd, Chelsea as I think well, we'd be two. 3 p.m. Oh, we didn't even see Chelsea. Yeah. That's a lot of 3 p.m. big game. That's, that's top three playing. Last season, top three playing three o'clock. Yeah. Interested. I don't think I've ever seen that before. But yeah, we we really finished that day in a very healthy position. Because Crystal Palace are not a walkover. No, no, 100%. Um, oh, but I'll just say, we've, yeah, like... None of the teams we've played are, you know, relatively easy. Obviously, Crystal Palace, we struggle against them. Bournemouth, freshly promoted, fired up. Um, who was the one in the middle? Leicester, of course, Leicester, you know. Yeah. Won a title more recently than us. So. Well, that's, that's not hard. We haven't won a title in a very long time. Well, I mean. I mean, it could be worse. Last yeah. time Spurs won a title, only seventy-eight percent uh, of the country hadn't been born yet. So, what percent? Of did that? you hear that? Seventy-eight percent of the population of the UK hadn't been born the last time Spurs won a title. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I... We hadn't walked on the. We hadn't been on the moon yet. When was the last time that they won the title? Sixty-one. Oh 61. my god. Yeah, I wasn't even born yet before you made that fucking joke. No. England didn't have a World Cup yet. Nope. Uh, yeah. I know. And yet there's still so much vitriol and joy and fucking pantry over the fact that Kane's got 250 goals and he's now got more goals than any other player of the one club. Congratulations to oh. our Apollo 13, the successful failure. Yeah. Um, all right, that's then. where we should end it that was- yeah, I agree, I think that's top notch ending right there, Arsenal yeah. are top of the league Tottenham have not won a title in well, 60 odd years and yeah we move on to next week, alright then mm-hmm. and don't Jamie, forget do to wanna... follow us on our social media uh, we are underscore chat on Facebook, Instagram and TikTok uh, you can also see um, some the scenes from media day from arsenal on at booths by lux that's l-u-x lovely stuff all right then until next time uh have a good one boy